It's the Alexandra and Friends podcast, and we're covering the everyday issues of life, health, and wealth. And as always, we have a great panel of experts with us. Here is your host, Alexandra Fincher. Hey, everyone. This is Jose Gillian, the owner of All House Barbecue, located in Louisville and Carrollton. You can find us at allhousebbq.com, and we are the proud new sponsor of Alexandra and Friends. Come and see us. Welcome back to Alexander Friends 660. The answer to this show is brought to you by Roberto Perez, Miller Title, Texas. And our podcast is brought to you by Jose Guillen, Old House Barbecue in Carrollton and Farmers in Louisville. So stop by and have one of those baked potatoes with all this wonderful, wonderful toppings. So good evening. Good Welcome evening. Welcome to uh, our show this evening. We've got some wonderful guests. Marshall, yes. it's just you and me and Michael's back from a vacation. Yes, Yay. Mr. Woo-hoo. Yes, that's, that's true. To say. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, we yeah. missed you. But, we miss you, Michael. Michael. Welcome back. You, Vicky did a great job. Yes, awesome. she did. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. She's awesome. Yes, I've she is. With, I've worked with her for a long time. And she is writing a book, and she wanted to, to uh, have a little conversation with Marshall. So she I would love to have a conversation with her a little, a little bit about how to... How to get this out to of make the market. it happen? Okay, yeah, Vicky's sure. writing a book. I don't know her at all. Yes, <laughs> I have no idea who she is. <laughs> Who's this Vicky person? Vicky, Vicky is writing a book. She, she didn't tell me anything about it. Well, she wants to be on on our on our show coming one of these days. So, well, that would be awesome. Yes. But but she should have told me first. Well, you weren't here, so she wanted okay. to surprise us. But she's amazing. So, how was your vacation? Wonderful, absolutely wonderful. Well, we spent nine days in Michigan. We saw national parks. We saw national monuments. We saw. The beach at two different places on Lake Michigan. Went swimming in Lake Michigan. We wow. uh, ice cream like almost every night. Yeah. You screamed or you ate ice cream? Ice cream. Yes. I, I can't have any ice cream. It's I'm like sorry. Ours. I love ice cream. Well, you're going to tell us everything about what you did and what I hotels am. you stayed at after oh. we come back from the Pledge of Allegiance. Oh, from yes. The yes. Let's hear the girls. From the Clark children who are amazing. We'll be right back. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Well, were they not special? I mean, that Pledge of Allegiance can really tear your heart out. I think every child, every adult needs to always say it every morning as a prayer also, because it is a prayer. Don't you agree, Ms. Marshall? Oh, absolutely. We have to pray every morning anyway. You might as well go ahead and add it in. Because mm-hmm. you're not only pledging for your, you're not only doing a pledge of allegiance for your country, country. but to God also. Oh, yeah. It's number one. It's number one. Well, yes. we want to start early today with our guest because oh. she is, we met her. You and I met her. Yes, we and met we her. we love her sandwiches. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, and, and her homemade dessert. cookies. Oh. No, cook- they made from scratch. Michael sitting. Where was I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Delicious. Oh, it was amazing. So, Mecca Campbell is our yes. guest today. And what an amazing lady. And she's going to tell us all about her. And she is also uh, <clears throat> in the world of podcasts. Yes, she is. Wow. Oh, yes. She yeah. talks about hip hop. Oh, yeah. the talk really? show. What do you call that? What, what's hip hop? Oh, <laughs> hip hop is, is music, you know, it's music. <laughs> Genre of music as well. Ah, yeah, yeah. Well, Miss Michelle, welcome. Yeah. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for being here. Miss yes. Michelle comes and says, We're going to have her on the show. We're going <laughs> to have her on the show. Thank you I said, so much. Yeah. Wow. Yes. After I read a little bit about you. And wow. But before we do that, I want to hear what hotels Michael and his okay. family stayed at. 
What okay, is, I mean, I want to hear the five star, six star. So, yes. Well, Michael, oh, how yeah. is it? Right. Was, five star, six star. Sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, these are roadside roadside inns on the way up to Michigan. So do your parents live in uh, Michigan? Yes. Oh. So we were all while we were up there, we stayed with them. Wow. So on the way up there, though, we did stop at Texarkana. And we saw the state line. I always oh. like to take a picture of my kids standing on the state line because you can be in How Texas and in Arkansas at the same time. It's a great little photo op right nice. there. And then we drove on up to Little Rock. And did you know that there is actually a Little Rock in Little Rock that Little Rock is named after? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I never we heard found, of that. We found the park that the Little Rock is in. And <laughs> wow. while you're looking at the Little Rock that some French guy discovered in 17-whatever, <laughs> right? Um, you look across the river right there. The Arkansas River, and you got a submarine sitting there. No, not yes. a submarine. No, no, not no, a submarine. No. Yes, a submarine. 2022. The, the USS Razorback wow. is sitting right there. Oh, yeah. Razorback. Okay. Yeah, that makes okay. sense, that right? Makes sense. Yeah, uh huh. Arkansas totally yeah. makes sense. Yes. But did you know there's a museum on that? No. no. Did we have time for the museum? No. So we just took a picture <laughs> and we kept on going. And we, because we had to make the Missourian one day, right? So got to make the Missouri for my hometown. For, <laughs> for staying overnight. Uh, we stayed in Sykeston. Okay. I don't know where you're from, I'm but Springfield, Missouri. Springfield's a beautiful town. Been there. Yep. Um, so we stayed in Sykeston. That's just mm-hmm. it's the halfway point between Dallas and Michigan. If you didn't know, it's a pretty good halfway point. All the truckers stay there. And yes, they, they say it's the best. Well, <laughs> well if, you have talk, if you have truckers staying in a place, you know that that's a good place because they yeah. they do. I just job. wish we had picked a different hotel. That one was not good. I will not be advertising their name. So, but while we were there, we, we stopped and we saw everything, you know, we just, we, every place we went, we made it a destination. Oh, good. Oh, that's good. So that's good. yeah, every stop we got out and, and, and stretched of course, but we also had some plans in there in between since it's such a, it's a 1100 mile trip and do it in two days. And with kids as young as four, you've got to make Absolutely. every stop a destination. Yes. Otherwise you are going to get worn out. Yes. Even though they have movies to watch in the back seat or whatever, video games to play. It's a must. It's a must. You got to stop. So we had things planned in there, like stopping for the Little Rock and all that kind of stuff. So the next day, uh, driving up to Michigan through Illinois, we went to Casey, Illinois. And I have to mention that because that town is crazy. Absolutely crazy. You get off the freeway and you drive about 20 minutes and there... Is this tiny little town? I'm gonna say small. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, tiny little town. It's uh, two hours south of Chicago, something like that, right? Yes, okay. So it is known for being the little town full of very big things. Wow, that's the way they build themselves. They have the world's largest, you name it. I mean, the world's largest wind chimes. You go up there and ring that wind <laughs> chime, and it, it's like such a deep sound because it's the biggest one ever, okay, right? So and right across the, the street from that. <laughs> Right across the street from that is a five-story tall rocking chair. Oh, my God. Down the street from that, you've got a pencil that is half a block long. Down the street from that, I'm telling you, we went around the corner and saw almost every one of these things. There is uh, probably a couple dozen of those things. You could spend the whole day there, but we really only had an hour to do it. And, of course, they have the cute little coffee shops and every touristy little trap thing, candy stores. There was a mailbox that is three stories tall. You climb up the stairs, you get inside of it, and and have somebody down down on the At floor the bo- take a picture of you up in the when mailbox. Oh, wow. oh, how cute! Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you and just sit in the mailbox. You're sitting of the inside. Mailbox. You got yeah. You can fit probably a couple dozen people inside the how mailbox. Cute. Oh, wow. And then up there in the mailbox, they have another mailbox where you can actually send a letter in the world's tallest mailbox. 
my. Wow. And where, and where is this? This is Casey, Illinois. <laughs> Casey never heard I know, exactly. Exactly. What a great. It was, it was a wonderful Did side. Did you take pictures side of all that? Yes, I got oh, pictures. Good. I've got pictures. I'd love to see I'll that. Send, I'll send some to Liz. Yeah. I, I would like to see the mailbox. Yeah. That's, it was incredible. Oh, I would that love just, to see the mailbox. Yeah. So also they had little uh, things for not the world's biggest, but they had little things for the kids to enjoy. Uh, do you all know Pokemon? Oh, yes. Okay. So, I have a grandson. So there was a Pokeball, <laughs> the one they think they, they captured the, the Pokemon in. There was a giant Pokeball that the kids could actually sit inside oh, wow. with, oh, with Pikachu. Oh. It was wonderful. And then around the corner from that, they had uh, the world's largest wooden shoes. I don't know if you'll know oh. a Dutch tradition. You you throw yes. money you throw money you in throw the money in the wooden in, shoes. Yeah, there was thousands of dollars in those shoes just sitting there. Oh my! But the cool thing about this town, every one of those world's largest whatevers yeah. had a scripture on the side, wow. and reference scripture about each one of those objects. Oh, wow. So on the mailbox, it said, "We are living epistles, letters. We are living letters, living right?" Wow! It's so isn't that a beautiful yes, thing? What a great we little are. town, Casey, Illinois. Casey, Illinois. How far is that See, from Texas? How far is that from Texas? A day and a half. In <laughs> <laughs> miles, I don't know, but a day and a half. Casey, it's, Illinois. I want to. I want to look at this. You because, should. Uh, I, and I love it's the idea place. of the scriptures. Yes. I want to. I want to say something to you that um, Saturday. We had the honor of attending this awesome, awesome event. I think I sent you some pictures. Uh, Psalms 22. Oh, yeah. The Psalm 22 event. Yeah. Yes. Tell me about that. I didn't I really wanted, get what was I going on there. I want to tell you, this was one of the most amazing events yes. that I ever have been to. Number one, as soon as you walked in, it was God. Mm. Just, it was amazing. But the biggest thing was every person that was there, there were young women and men mm-hmm. that had, that were, they were about God. They'd gone through very difficult times in their lives. Mm-hmm. There were black young women, which were talented, healthy entrepreneurs. Yes. And their heart was, oh my gosh. Huge. There was, it, it was so yes. beautiful. I've I never bet. been, I, and I got to meet every one of them. I got to talk to every one of them, but I've never been in a place where there was so much God in it mm. that it was powerful. Yeah, and Judge uh, Judge Faye Johnson was one of was a guest, and mm-hmm. uh, she was she was taken aback because she is so you know she's a God person. Yes, but she had never seen in one in one room that much God's love and women that were powerful. And I want to tell you, God is good. Absolutely, yes, I love and all the time. And let me also tell you how we got to this location or how we went to this event. Through our friend Regina. Oh, absolutely. Who, oh, yeah. Regina Johnson. Yeah. Johnson. Her my niece, best friend. Is that yes. her niece? That's her niece, Shalonda Guy. Shalonda, when she yes. got on the stage and talk, tell their story. Yes. And so many women in there had a story. Tears. Yes. Tears. Yes. I, I, I love for Michael to be, I would love to have this group, another group like this for an event. Okay. Because I, 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 it's empowerment. I it's, no, it's empowerment. It's inspiring. Inspiration. Yes. And we come together like we all should to uplift one another. That is what we're supposed to do. And, and you know, Charmy was there and she opened the prayer. And my God, Charmy is amazing with her prayers. She was spectacular. And the judge got to talk. But just the way this young women explained, there were authors, mm-hmm. doctors, uh-huh. um, Entrepreneurs, 
the the chef that came from Memphis, she and her son were they prepared omelets, omelets and everything. I said, I need to bring you to one of our events. Well, if you fly us from Memphis, they were just from <laughs> everywhere. But I want to tell you, Michael, I'm never. I would like to have something like this on a day where we can really in a podcast style. That'd oh, be yeah. awesome. That, that would that'd be, be awesome. Cool. That would be awesome. That'd Just be awesome. Psalms so 22. Needed. And if you have not read Psalms 22, I'm sure you need to go and take a look at this. Yes. Because it's very powerful. Mm. Yes. And and I was very, um, very thankful for me to be able to be there. I was very sad I couldn't make it. My um, grandson was sick aw. this past weekend, but I mm. was invited as well. My daughter was in St. Lucia. Oh. She lived, oh. Yeah. Left so, last Monday, just returned on yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I had to take care of Mr. Austin Blake. You were, were babysitting the sick that. baby. Yeah, I had to be grandmother, as yeah. you would say, Mimi. Sure. So I was Mimi. Mimi. So I'm sorry that I missed oh. it, but I'm not going to miss anymore. All I got to <laughs> say is, if you're listening to Alexander and Friends 660, yes. yes, take a look at our Facebook, Alexander and Friends 660. Our website is alexanderandfriends.com. Our podcast, just you can listen to any in any of our social media. I'm Michael Clark. I'm the producer of the show. I've got Alexandra next to me and our special guest today, who I will introduce in just a second. But we also have our co-host, Michelle Johnson. <laughs> yes. As you Shelly say, Shelly Dobo. Shelly Dobo. Yes. Shelly Dobo. <laughs> She's here. And uh, our special guest today is Mecca Campbell. And yes. she is a podcaster and she is uh, an experienced woman. Of Woman anything of God, she does. Of yes. 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 And she has a story to tell. Yes. Wow. Yes. Welcome. Welcome, Miss Mecca. How Thank are you. you? I'm doing well. Thank you very much for having me today. Marshall and I had the honor of meeting you at one of the events for Judge Faith Johnson, who's yes. running for Dallas County District Attorney. We were so impressed with your story, with you, the way you were carrying on the food. When Marshall was eating that cake like or cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I was eating her cookies. Thank you. Miss Alexander, did you taste the cookies? Did you taste? I went for the sandwiches. I was so hungry. Oh. Now I know the dough part of the dobo. Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> exactly. That is. I have to, you know, I wanna, sneak that, you know, cookie I want to tell you, she, the food was amazing. It was amazing. But one of her the things setup. that her setup was yes. amazing. And she was so warm and inviting. And that made such a difference. And And the owners of the home were so wonderful to have her there and also show us their their wonderful what do you call it welcoming yes the welcoming yes. was so warm but she's also good friends with the lady who owns the home i know she's very good i know friends that with them. you could tell yes. you could tell that yes. she was treated with very well because she was doing the party she, she was she's she the, was the light chef <laughs> she was the chef <laughs> well let's let her tell us about yeah, herself i have a, a short confession i honestly there was another event that was going to happen uh, for Lauren Davis the following week. And so I received the flyer for Lauren Davis's event that said that it started at five. So I had, yeah. so you met me at the door, Marshall, to help yeah. me because I realized when a friend of mine who I had invited to in the event, she sent me back a text message saying, I'm not going to be able to make it. So at that time I had an opportunity to see the flyer that I had sent her to see that the event actually started at two. So that's the reason why I ran over there. Thankfully, I only live five minutes away, but I had to run over there and finish everything in Cindy's kitchen because I had the time wrong. I'm just so grateful. That's when you're grateful to have a rejection because I would have never looked at, and I've attended several events before and they always start around five o'clock. 
or 5.30, never at 2 o'clock, but this was it different. Was it was be. unique. Yeah, so God had God had a plan. Yes. And it the plan was for you to be here with us today. Yes. yes. And I'm so grateful for that. Well, tell us about you, Mecca, who you are. Are you married? Do you have children? Uh, what do you do for a living? And how? what is the, the recipe for the cookies so she can <laughs> take them? <laughs> Not well, only that, I, I want to know what? about this hip-hop too, Miss Oh, Alexander. my gosh. We're going to yeah. let her speak some yes. more. Yes. yes. Well, well um, tell us I'm, all about you. Thank you. Well, my name is Mecca Campbell. Um, I was born and raised in Dallas, Texas. I just realized the other day, I used to tell people when I spoke to people from other cities, I'd say, I was born in Parkland Hospital, but not the one that they took JFK to, right? But I was lying for years because when they announced the demolition of this building uh, that's upcoming, they listed that this building that I was also born in that was the actual building. Now, of course, they remodeled it, but I did because I used to tell people, yeah, I was born at Parkland, but not the one they took KFK to because I'm not that old, but I am because <laughs> I did. <laughs> so you anyway. wanted to make sure your age was not going back. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, um, That's so cute. my mom and my dad, uh, both also born and raised in Dallas, Texas, were teenage parents. My mm. mother being only 15 years old. Oh my goodness. And my dad, uh, at the time when my mom, I pregnant with me. He was 17. And on his way, ironically, as you all were talking about Arkansas and the Razorbacks, my dad went to uh, Arkansas State University. Uh, one of hmm. the first set of African-Americans were Texas football players that went in 1973. Yeah. I discovered this reading a novel uh, by a gentleman who, uh, Elin Harris, who wrote about his experience at the university. And he was actually born and raised in Arkansas. But he talked about all these football players coming from Texas. And it was so amazing because I spoke to my dad and he filled in the gaps. So the blessing in that, even though um, I found out from my great grandmother and you were speaking about the importance of a great grandmother. And it is so important because even though a lot of people were not happy about the fact that my mom was 15 Mm -hmm. and about to give my father his first child at 17, Mm -hmm. it was such an amazing blessing talking about perfect timing such an amazing blessing for my life. Everything that I do today that supports me, that supports my family, I gained in me going to this person's house and being here for a while and learning that cake that you like so much. I learned that because my mom was still in school. She was very young. My grandmother was only 35 years old when I was born. Mm -hmm. So her grandmother, my grandmother's grandmother was still alive. Wow. So I ended up going to spend some time with my great great-grandmother and all of my great-grandparents were alive with the exception of one great-grandfather that passed away before my grandmother was even an adult. Mm -hmm. So I learned how to do so many things, how to cook at a very young age. I miss things like I learned how to make coffee in the percolator. I'm looking for one (laughs) right now that you can sit on the stove. Yes, Yes. because I tell you what, my great-grandmother had one that you put on top of the stove. Yes. So, so many things and so many wisdom that, so much wisdom that came from being around them because it was from a different time. And now, you know, people tell me, you know, you really need to be careful. But I always feel like that if I feel like, you know, I've always been told that God gave man dominion over the earth. So that owns everything. If there is not a man that's willing to carry the message, then how will he get the message out? You know, because sometimes there may be a little fear or anxiety about speaking your truth. Mm -hmm. Um, Lately, Mm -hmm. since things have gotten a lot more, I've lived in Dallas all my life and I've gone to school. We had all kinds of friends and I speak up about these things because I feel like I owe that to God. Mm 
Mm-hmm. There are so many people that talk about having a bad experience. And I'm like, well, what about God? Mm-hmm. What about Jesus and the promises that he gave us yeah. for his obedient children Amen. and how he mm-hmm. promised to bless generations? There was a reason that it's written that you can walk through fire and not be burned. Oh. Mm-hmm. So it's not to say that there's not a fire going on. But if you conduct yourself in obedience and walk close to him, yeah. you're in the fire, but you're untouched. Some yes. people just never draw those connections between their own experiences and the metaphor of the fire or the metaphor mm-hmm. of whatever else that's talked about in the Bible. They just, they don't, yes. they've got a, a, a wall right there. There is scales over their eyes or over their mind or something. They can't draw that connection. Absolutely. And so it's up to us to be uh, God's mouthpiece. Right? That's right. And I tell people when they get upset with me, when I talk about my truths and my real experiences and I even people that I've had experiences with, like family members, we had the same experiences when we were children Mm -hmm. and they will say, well, you know, you shouldn't say that. Are you, you know, that's going to, and I say, you know what, but what if God didn't tell anybody but me? Mm -hmm. How dare me go back before him with that message and that Mm -hmm. wisdom through all of the things that could have happened to me that didn't Mm -hmm. for all the times that he spared my life when I was in so many places, I had no business. How dare me come out of that knowing (laughs) that I could have, and I should have probably died in the midst of that and have a message and a voice, you know, and courage Mm. and just sit there because you feel like it's going to ruffle some feathers. Well, Jesus ruffled feathers. And I read that the other Plenty day. He yeah. said, you know what? Plenty They're not going to like you. Yes. Because they did not like me. Yes. And if they like you, yes. that means that you're not walking with me. That's right. So I love that. I that love is so that. good. Yes. yes. So, yes. Wow. That, what, 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 a, what wow. a great warning this is because it's bringing us together yeah. in, yes. in one room. And what do we talk about? God. Always. Yes. Because this is the most important. So tell us about your about your family. Are you married? Yeah, yes. I'm not married. I've never been married. How many you. children you have? I have three children. Okay. Okay. Uh, not planned, but all three of my children were four years and three months apart exactly. Interesting. Born in the first three quarters. So mm-hmm. I have a March. Mm-hmm. I have a June. Mm-hmm. And my son, Nicholas, was supposed to be born in September, but he was actually born August 28th. So it was interesting because they held him mm-hmm. from August 27th until August 28th. It would be years that I found out that the scripture, Romans 8.28, says all things work together for, for the, the good. Because I had a traumatic experience uh, when Nicholas was born. I okay. found out before, I guess, maybe, well, the day that I was on my way to surgery. So Nicholas's father um, made me aware of after they got the epidural going and I was mm-hmm. paralyzed from the waist down. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. whispered in my ear, he goes, I don't know if I'm going to be here whenever you come out of surgery, Wow! but I just want you to know you can't name the baby after me because we had planned to do that. Mm-hmm. We had planned to get married afterwards. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I said, you know, he had proposed and everything. And then he said, uh, well, I said, well, you know what? I don't want to get married. I don't want to go down the aisle pregnant. God already knows I don't ever want to do it again once I get married. I do still believe God that I'm going to get married. And I said, I want to do it one time, and I want to do it the way that God showed me that I'm going to have a wedding. So even though I did not intend to get pregnant, I'm going to have my baby, and and it happened. I'm going to have the baby, Mm -hmm. and then we'll Hold on a second. She said she was going to have that baby. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Life. Yes. Yes. Thank you. And I told him, and, you know, he waited until I had the epidural. And he said, you can't name the baby after me because two weeks ago, another girl had a baby for me <gasps> and she named that baby after me. 
Wow. Wow. So I'm laying there on my back uh, waiting to go to surgery mm-hmm. because I'm having a C-section. And I said, oh, my gosh. I said, I felt a pain. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, I'm so sorry. And I said, no, I feel a physical pain. I don't have time to mentally deal with mm-hmm. that right now. So mm-hmm. as a result, my son spent like two days. But the, the head doctor came in and said, we're not going to let you have this baby today on the 27th when he was actually scheduled. Mm. They said, we're waiting until tomorrow or you can wait two weeks. Well, I had already made arrangements for my other two kids. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have two weeks. Yeah. So I had to agree to an amniocentesis where they took okay. in some fluid to just make sure that his lungs, lungs. were uh, strong enough mm-hmm. to be yes. born that day because yeah. they didn't have any proof. Yes. So I ended up waiting until the next day. Uh, they did the test and I had Nichols on 828. And I didn't realize at the time until I bumped into a woman at the store who talked to me more about that because it was a very hard time after that. But it honestly finished what my grandparents started into making me, you know, interestingly, where I truly believe because I've seen this so much in my family that your husband will pick up, you know, where your parents left off and continue to shape you into the woman That's that right. you were supposed That's to right. be. That's right, you, yes. And, and, and continue to, yes. like, you know, really kind of raise you. That's if he knows the position. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I truly believe that even if he does not, from our perspective, yes. know the position, it's still we God's order, right? Yes. So if God is allowing him to be a little bit not having it, if he was smarter than you and he showed you proof that he knew everything that you wanted him to know, it would not take faith to do what God said to do. And right. God said, without faith, it's impossible to, to please, please me. That's so right. a lot of times people are analyzing the man and God mm-hmm. said, no, I'm telling you to be the woman and I will convict his wow. spirit. Yes. Because so you because be the woman really, yes. that I need for you to be. Yes. And then I'll bring him along yes. and I'll show you later on how it all makes sense. So interestingly, even though this man did not stay with me, he still helped me throughout that experience to be the person that I am today. And Nicholas has been nothing but a pure blessing the whole entire. Congratulations. Yeah, Congratulations. just a pure blessing the whole entire time. Wow. So, well, we, we, we're we going to continue a conversation on the next segment because we are crying, we're smiling, we're laughing, yeah, is, and yeah. our heart is, I can see my, oh, our producer yes. is just like, wow. This is really good. Wow. So this is God's so day needed. today. So neat. This show is brought to you by Miller Title, Roberto Pettis, Texas, our Podcasts are brought to you by Jose Guillen with Old House Barbecue in Carrollton and Louisville. Go back to our, if you can, please click on our Facebook like and so that we can move our Facebook a little bit more. And we appreciate any 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 comments that you have. Let us know what you think about our show. Yeah. Seems like people love our guests and that is exciting for me. One of the things they love our, co- our um, producer too because he's always on the, you know, comes and jumps in. It saves us for the day. Yes, he does. <laughs> Michael Clark is our producer. We just love him to death. Wonderful my, person. My co-host today is Marshall Johnson, who is a, an author also and uh, a producer. And, oh, my gosh, she's just full of life and things. So You are too, Miss Alexander. You are, well, tell you us, Miss Marshall. Jewel. What do you think about this young lady that's visiting with us today? Um, I have some tissue. So <laughs> I see I that. Yeah, I see I that. Have tissue. Yes, yes, She's yes. amazing. I love how she is conducting her story. I'm very clear about who she is um, as a single mother and also sharing with the world what it takes to be out there as a single mother. 
and, you know, to raise her children and still believing in herself to make sure her kids are following her. And she's bringing God first and also showing her kids that you have to keep him first. So I love it. I love it. Great story. I want to hear about the positivity. Yes. And how that meshes and maybe doesn't mesh sometimes with hip hop culture. So if oh, you wow. would, uh, very, well, that was my question. Mike. If you <laughs> yes. were to talk about your mm-hmm. podcast, I would mm-hmm. be yes. interested yes. to hear yes. how mm-hmm. that goes. I hope I, I've always had um, very, and I did not realize, and I tell people this conservative views mm-hmm. or Christian views. Um, it was very, very easy for me to be a conservative because I read my Bible every day. So first, what's the, what's the name of your podcast? The name of my podcast is Miss Mecca's Take. Miss Mecca's Take. Yes. Okay. So my take on sure. what it is that's going on. And a lot of times it's just because I get a different perspective on it. I will see something and I will see everybody in an uproar about this. Okay. And then I will implement and open up the conversation mm-hmm. as to, well, how about let's go back to the beginning of this. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know everybody is in an uproar because this person unfortunately lost their life in a confrontation with the police officer, Mm -hmm. but we have the tape. Okay. And so let's go back to the fact that we need to be respectful of authority. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And and in addition to being respectful to authority, people, there are some good and bad people everywhere. Right. But I truly believe in my own personal life and experience has shown me this, that most of the people that you encounter, they want to go home at night with their family, mm-hmm. just like you do. That's right. Please. They don't want to lose their job. They don't want to lose their, you life. Know, lose their life. They right. and they don't want to have all of these questions and all these things they have to answer, but we're human and we deal with things. Right. So, and there's good and bad. And you can't know from an Instagram video instant. You can't instantly know from Instagram, which absolutely. is which. Absolutely. Yes. Right. So right. there's way too many people jumping the gun right. on issues like this. You're right. So continue, please. Yeah, so I came up uh, listening to hip-hop music. Okay. You know, I liked hip-hop music because it was very, very familiar. A lot of people will talk about, you know, them saying that, hey, well, you know, this is just really bad. This sounds really bad, but Mm -hmm. this is the life that I've seen Mm -hmm. around me. But but you're not like our current vice president who thinks that Tupac is still alive, right? No, (laughs) no. Well, she said that she smoked weed and listened to Tupac and Snoop Dogg. I know, right? They didn't, uh, they weren't, they didn't have music out uh, at the time that she was in college. So interestingly, <laughs> thank you very was, much. <laughs> love that. Yeah. Oh. So um, rest his soul, you know, Tupac. But before, <laughs> be, before you go in there for just a second, how old are your, your children? So, so sure. My, my, I have their, their Since 40, you're 23 so. years old, I want to know how. <laughs> 23, yeah, right. So my oldest daughter is 29. Oh, wow. So, wow. Now, so they're 29. All, yes, they're all four years apart. Exactly. So I have a 29. A 25 and a 21. Wow. And I did not plan that. Uh, My girls girls are four years apart. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I love Mm -hmm. the fact that I have, you know, it's like three fours. Right. So you can look at that as triple sevens. Right. Or you can look at that. So it was really amazing. And the experience has been very interesting. Um, I just recently had my first grandchild. Oh, congratulations. congratulations. You uh, born on July 10th. Oh, she's um, a, the baby's a cancer, just like me. Yes. Mm-hmm. She yeah. is the sweetest. And so I wasn't ready for that because we always, we all have a vision for our children, right? Mm-hmm. What we want for them so much better than we did. You know, we think that we know 
and then God will show you that you don't know anything. That's right. But, you know, Amen. you just lead with your heart and you do the very best that you can. That's right. We got to remember uh, we're co-parents, okay? Yes. Because they're kids first. Exactly. On and earth, I, we co-parents. Yes. Yeah. You got to keep that in mind. And yeah. my daughter came home. She had a C-section as yeah. well. And she came home from the hospital to my house. So I went back and forth every other day. You know, I'm ready for them to go. I don't want them to go. I'm ready for them to go. I don't want them to go. And God released me from that by allowing, I picked up on August 23rd, I picked up my devotional and it said, release your children Come on into my capable hands. That's what I meant. They are much safer in my, my hands, hands than yours. Than your protective mm-hmm. care. And he said, you have to make sure that you don't fall into idolizing your children. That's right. He sure. said, do you remember how I had to test Abraham? That's right. As he tried to idolize Isaac. It. And he said, don't put yourself in a That's position it. where you have to be tested. So I was able to help them because <clears throat> they already had an apartment. And so, of course, they're paying. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to charge you to be here, <laughs> but you are paying rent somewhere that you're not. <laughs> I could use the help here. But anyway, it all worked out. So um, I have three children, like I said, you know, awesome awesome individuals. Um, we all have our challenges with them as they're growing up. And all you have to do um, at Nicholas's graduation, we had like a dinner prior to that, like an award ceremony and a dinner. And I was sitting around the table talking to some other parents. And I love all children, but I'm so glad that God chose the ones I got to be <laughs> Because some of the stuff that I heard people dealing with, I'm like, okay, all Lord, right. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm not dealing with yeah. that. So, um, I, so that part, and I honestly uh, had a dream of doing radio and radio mm. and TV okay. all of my life. Mm. But in, even though my children were not planned, um, I always said that I do not believe that God would just allow me to have what I truly believe is a gift and me have to take away from them and sacrifice their life and them not have their mother. Mm-hmm. I never, I, I'm, I can't speak for anybody else. I know what I felt personally. I just felt like that. God wouldn't call me to be a messenger or a missionary when my son was two years old. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I would just speak to people. And that's actually how the name came because I had so many people who would call and say, well, let me get your take on this. Mm-hmm. And so that's where the name of my show, Miss Mecca's Take, it. came from. Very good. Yeah, and so it. I would give it and it would be interesting because so many people would call me and they would already know almost in innately they would know that I'm not going to agree with them. And that's where I really, really started to respect the power of the Holy Spirit. But they didn't even know, they themselves didn't even know that that's what they were looking for. Exactly. But they would call me seeking my advice, knowing that I'm not going to go along with that. They knew that. They knew it. they didn't know that that's what they needed. Right. Yes. And so I, like I said, I ended up when Nicholas was in high school and he became very independent and you know, my girls have always been very strong, independent, doing their thing. Like, mm-hmm. we, we stick close together, but I have to honestly say they have never been a burden. If anything, I've called on them before for help, and they've <laughs> called on me for help. Yeah, but but so it's been a blessing, mm-hmm. and um, I got an opportunity at a Fishbowl. I was at a card game, mm-hmm. and I was talking about the candy. I was talking about, you know, you're in a good bank if there's good candy right there. <laughs> 
You know, and so they were saying the bank candy. So this well, is what happened. I think that may be a little bit more reflective of the teller right. than the actual well, you organization. Know, uh, because I've met, I've been to some, some awful banks, but that one teller, I keep going back there for her. She's awesome. Yes. She remembers my kids. She yes. gives them yes. candy. Yeah, I know. And what that you mean. was the experience I, I had that. when I was a so girl. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, okay. I said that no. is a cool thing when you remember. The, it, I yeah. did the same thing. Yes. But I've never seen any candy. I got to go back. Well, I'll tell you what, this all started with my catering and serving. Okay. And then just kind of being like almost like a personal assistant to a couple of families. When did Highland you start Park your catering and, business? Uh, so I've been, so it started with my grandfather. So it's when, really kind yeah. of the part of When did you unofficially it. start your catering business? Unofficially, probably about 2008. Okay. Okay. So, so it's still relatively recent. And her yes. food is delicious. Wonderful. Thank you. Well, my grandparents, the, the home that you met me at, mm-hmm. my grandparents worked for that family oh. when the lady, wow. the, the, the lady of that house was a teenager. Oh, oh my God. So they knew my grandfather, who was a bartender. Mm-hmm. And, um, family guy. yeah, family. so he, and after yeah. my, when my grandmother passed away, mm-hmm. my aunt, she started going with my grandfather. And then when my grandfather got sick, I started going with my aunt. And okay. the lady that you okay. we met, we were at her house. She at one point was the president of PCRW, Park City's Republican Women. They really? used to host, um, you know, host like um, fundraisers mm-hmm. and host like a political guest um, at the Biblical Museum of Art. Right. Okay. And they still and, do that. Yes. <laughs> and she invited us over there to just serve wine and help with refreshments. And there we became very acquainted with a lot of the ladies. And that birthed me working with a lot of the ladies in their homes and personally up and close. I've taken care of elderly parents and also the grandchildren and not just with that family, but with friends of her, of the family. So that's how it all started. You know, people just calling me and saying, Hey, can you do this? And I just start cooking something interestingly with the cookies. I just started out with the basics and then after tasting it, just took some things away. So you you can just call yourself a caretaker. A caretaker, personal assistant, like right. yes. yes. So I mean, I, personal assistant. You're taking, yeah. you're taking care of people's health. You're taking care of people's what mental well being. Yes, taking mental care of well-being. people's needs. Essentially, yes. like the food is still part of that. Yeah, but yeah. she also sharing the news of hip hop about yes. what really is hip hop about. See, that's right. what people don't understand. Right. It's a message. Right. In them songs. Of course. And it's, it's, yeah. So what she's trying to do, or what she's not trying, excuse me, what she does on her talk show is explain about the hip hop of the message that they are delivering. And probably you put a little loving twist. I you put said, a loving twist on it. I want it. you to share that with us, what you mean by Please loving do. twist. Yeah. So I put a loving twist on it because I'm not coming critical. Thank and, you. Very and, important. Yes. And, and the, when I say hip hop, I don't just talk about hip hop. I don't understand what this about. This is about. I don't know if there's going to be a point in time that comes in my life when I'm not interested. But I truly believe that I, the love and the appreciation that I have for hip hop music, yes, put me in a position to where people can look at me. You can look at my Instagram page. You can hear. You know, maybe somebody may not be um, as comfortable with the lyrics. You know, the things that are being said. But that's honestly music that I enjoy listening to because it's almost like. I'm always so busy and always on the go. So it'd be the same thing if somebody was a fan of Stephen King or if they were, uh, you know, a, a, mm. you know, or Vincent Price. You know, you like the whole, but this is actually 
real life. Yeah. So, of course, they're talking about sometimes some things that people may consider harsh. Yeah. But to me, it was almost like hearing an audio of a movie. Exactly. And, and it was interesting to me. And I love the way that people will take my favorite hip hop artist is Lil Wayne. Oh, my. I, I had an opportunity big. to meet Lil Wayne in person uh, several years ago. <laughs> and he. That was difficult. Cool. Yeah. And I okay. tell you what, he was it's so really kind. Smart. He's smart. He was so kind and he was so, you know, so intelligent and his mm -hmm. conversation he and how he treated smart. me, it was not arrogant or anything at all. So I saw him start to go through a lot of, so I kind of always was a fan and always enjoyed his music. And my mind always went back to kind of like you said, you know, you had an encounter with me and then, you know, your mind went back to the things that you learned there from meeting me. You were so, yes. Yeah, so what I want to ask you, so this is, so is your show, Tell us a little bit. Is it music? Tell, yes. uh, and we'll let her answer that yeah. after the break. Oh, okay. wait, already? Yes. <laughs> We're going to our final? Yes. This well, wait a minute. Can we do a five up. segment today? No? No. Well, can we do a fifth segment? No. Yes. I, you don't have studio time booked for that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. We'll be right back. This is Alexander from 660 The Answer. Miss Marshall Johnson's here with me today. Yes. Ms. Mecca Campbell is our yes. guest of honor. Producer Michael Clark. And I'm Alexandra Fincher. This show, again, is brought to you every Saturday night by Roberto Perez, Miller Title, Texas. Well, Miss Mecca, we have some more questions, and we're coming to the end of the show here, so we got to move forward on this. Okay. Tell us, where do you produce your show, and is it a podcast? Is it a weekly? Tell us, and how can people listen to it, and where do they go from here? And then Marshall has a bunch of questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, just very quickly, uh, I was currently doing a show, a live show, at DallasOnAir.com, that didn't include any music. Um, it was just instrumentals, and I just talked about different subjects. Um, and so I was doing something like that, but I did do the main bulk of my shows um, from my bedroom. Uh, I have a little setup, microphone and everything mm -hmm. set up, and I do it there. And I basically just, in order to continue to engage, I'm not lowering my standards and not implementing anything that I don't listen to in my own life, but the music is often engaging uh, to the listeners and to the people who I feel like that the world is listening to anyway. So I use it as an opportunity to connect with them because I'm in, I listen to the music myself. Mm -hmm. And in addition to that, I'm like one of you, but I do see it this way. And so since social media and the court of public opinion is what's making all the choices these days and yeah. influencing everything that I feel like that those people that are on social media need to be educated. And so it's coming from me, and I enjoy the same music that you enjoy, but mm -hmm. I also see that you're not right about how you feel about what you're talking about. Right. You know, okay. and you need to have the facts. You need to understand. Now, sometimes I will make a comment on Instagram or on Facebook, and I immediately log off mm -hmm. because I don't want to have the argument, yep. and I do not care about what Smart. you think. I care about what God thinks, and I want to say in this particular instance, what he gave me to say. But it's interesting since my experience has been over and over again. I logged back on and that person that I thought was going to chew me out, they said, oh my goodness, you're right. <clears throat> you're right about what you said. I never thought about it that way. Mm -hmm. So that's the main idea of my show, helping people to see it another way. Helping it to see I am in the same world that you're in, but that has not been my experience. You know, Alexandra, she is really describing the same kind of approach that our friend Chad Jackson took with his 
uh, documentary. The documentary yes. that I seen, and mm-hmm. I said, Marshall, yes, mm-hmm. Regina, yes. And it was, this, this is number did they, two. Did they see the first one first? No, I didn't see uh, Uncle okay. Tom oh, one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I did see Uncle Tom two. Mm-hmm. I would love for her. To it was see it. very this would interesting. Be such yeah. an amazing. And you know, he's a Chad is a a plumber. He yes, in, in Cedar Hill. Yes, that's, Cedar that's Hill. his main. Chad Jackson. That's his we main uh, vocation, right? Yes. And I feel like I'm listening to Chad with her. Yes, and, and has an awesome podcast. And his family was for a while a member of my homeschool co-op, and so hey, we knew wonderful. them. We knew them a little bit. I didn't like meet him and like hang out with them or anything like that. But my wife knows his wife and and knows their kids by name and stuff like that. And um, I grew up in. Oak Cliff, but we lived in Cedar Hill for a while after that, after my dad got a raise, whatever moved us to a better neighborhood, stuff like that. So we lived in Cedar Hill for a couple of years while I was going to Dallas Baptist University. And I, I don't know, I just feel like a connection to Cedar Hill because I'm just, I'm I, right now I live in the town yeah, just are. south of that in Midlothian. Yes. So Judge yes. Johnson lives in Cedar Hill and so does Chad. Mm-hmm. That's and, a nice place. Wow. And, and I think that, that his approach to, you know, trying to, Enlighten people. Enlighten. That's the whole thing. Yes. He educate. The, he Edu- the educate. Thing educate. He knows all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I would love for them to meet. I'd That'd love for cool. them to meet. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, she would love Chad. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I, I mean, was, he, they're amazing. So, yes. so tell us a little bit. So how, so you have a, a podcast and do people get to call you and talk to you? Is it a live podcast or? So I was doing the live podcast at Dallas on air. Mm-hmm. Um, I just recently separated myself a little bit from that uh, just because I'm so huge on clearly being able to relay my message. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were just, it wasn't really what, um, it, it's more like you're purchasing studio time. Yep. You go in and you just sit down. It wasn't necessarily like a family. I uh, didn't have a family feel, yep. Okay, you know, so I was just going in and I did have, you know, people call in um, at different points in time, but, it, it was kind of a short run. I prefer the being able to just flow and talk and I have all the equipment there. Mm-hmm. I was doing something. I was recently at one point broadcasting on a street madness radio. There was a, the, the home of that station was in Atlanta, but okay. I did it by, you know, just entering the information on okay. the server sure. and just doing that. Now I'm going to go back to just doing something independently on station head mm-hmm. uh, where I can just get on there and I have a schedule and just, do my thing, you know, play some music. I did a couple of different things. I did Soul for Soulful Saturdays, uh, which I played the music. Yes, I played in sing along Soulful Saturdays, like basically the songs that I used to hear my mom and mm-hmm. my grandma mm-hmm. play while they were like cleaning that. the house on Saturday. Yeah. And then I had When Sunday Comes, where I played more gospel music. Right. Mm-hmm. Because in the South, that's mm-hmm. the way that it is. Yes. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not like you're operating with a slotted time. Like those people really love the Lord. But they were going to probably be in the cafe on Saturday night and yes. at church on Sunday morning. <laughs> if family, if you have Absolutely. family in Texas and Louisiana, yes. you know <laughs> Missouri too. So, so we love the Lord. Sure. So if I wanted to listen to your, where do I go? Mm-hmm. Just to, in, uh, any uh, um, any social there are media? Some things now on Anchor FM. Okay, uh, a couple of episodes on Anchor FM. I need to catch up and be a little bit more uh, fine tuned as far as the schedule. So if, it, if we search for Miss Mecca's take on Google or something. You'll probably turn up something. It will turn up something and, and it will can, take you right yeah. to a link where you can listen on Spotify or on oh, Anchor okay. FM. Because right. when I do the station head and mm-hmm. all of that stuff, it kind of links up. Mm-hmm. So it'll be available then on 
sure. Spotify. Yeah, you're you're giving it to uh, you're giving the show content audio to a distributor, and then they're moving it to these different platforms across yes. the internet. That's yes. what Alexandra does too. She just doesn't know it. Oh, okay. <laughs> So that's what I usually do in that. And just like I said, talk to people about what's going on, you know, just kind of give them a a loving voice, an opportunity for them to share how they feel about it. But in my mind, I feel like that there have been a lot of instances where it did not have to be the way that it was. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And people focused more on the outcome of the situation than the actual main idea on how we arrived to this place in the first place. Are there any other podcasts or radio shows that you're looking to for, uh, for inspiration or for uh, ideas about uh, uh, how to improve or anything like that? You got any mentors like physically or virtually? I honestly don't No, No, I don't. And I read the reason why is because everybody seems to be talking about the same thing. And with that being said, that's not to, to slight anybody, mm-hmm. but to me, um, and when I see YouTube bloggers and podcasters, it's almost like you say that you're independent and you're independent in your thinking. Mm-hmm. But interestingly, someone somewhere, right, some entity or some machine is actually dealing you out what you need to be looking at or talking mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. So in that mm-hmm. way, they get everybody talking about it. They send everybody to this page, even if they appear to be doing it in a critical huh. right? it's it's almost like there's a national email that goes out to all the media and they're reading the same talking points absolutely mm, i wonder how that could happen yeah and they say and they explain <laughs> they claim to be independent but it's really not independent right. you flip around and everybody's talking about it and so i'm thinking like recently they had the thing with beyonce and all of mm-hmm. the negative and, uh-huh. and the things that came with that. Yes. And there was a controversy about, but so they put Didn't it out she there. create the negative? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? It's funny because everybody is saying, oh, well, you got to go see this. Well, when somebody comes and talks about how ridiculous it is, yeah. you, ha- you can access it for free, mm-hmm. right? right? You don't even have to drop a quarter mm-hmm. into the phone to get to YouTube. Right. So with that right. being said, what ends up happening is, is that you just create more views. Sure. And then as the more views come in, you know, that's how everybody they is giving that, their credit. And, and then more... now this person is getting all the awards uh-huh. because they got the views. They got the algorithm. Algorithm uh-huh. because, from... because once you see that, once the people who are making the content see the algorithms, they put out more content of right. that sort. And then they even play for you. And it gets, so I sure. just don't allow myself to be a part of that. You know, okay. I just, yeah. well, how do you handle the youth of today? Because you speak in a very strong um, genre of music, which is hip hop. So yeah. what is the questions and the concerns that our youth have of today about what's going on and what you do on your talk show? Um, I've had a lot of artists and I've hip, I've actually interviewed a lot of hip hop local artists in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And there is a, uh, a lot that is going on right now, you know, with people uh, literally and deliberately being separated from God, not understanding their relationship with God, uh, where I had parents that made sure that I was in church. I mean, my grandmother was going to be standing in the door smoking a cigarette in her pink <laughs> robe, grandmother too. putting me on the church bus. OK, I she was going to meet us at church later. Pink robe? My mother had a pink robe. Wow. And so with that being said, but now so my grandmother was like. You're going to Sunday school. Yes. Okay. The church bus is going to pick you up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I'm going to meet you there later for Mm -hmm. service. But Mm -hmm. you're going to Sunday school. Now we have the parents that will get up and go to church, not bother the children because they say, I'm not going to force that on you. But that seed that you plant 
will sprout later. Mm -hmm. You have to plant the seed. You know, nobody plants anything and sees automatic growth in one day. Absolutely. So it's the seed that's planted that continues. That's the reason why the word says, train up a child in the way that he should go. And when he's old, he won't depart from it. You may depart and become a prodigal, but you always have something to return to. And what I've noticed with today's youth, since that that seed is no longer being planted, when they get out there in the world, they have nothing to return to. When life starts hitting them upside of the head, they don't have the prodigal son. Like if you think about the story of the prodigal son, right? Mm -hmm. He started to think about as he was out there eating with the pigs, he said, wait a minute, how many of my father's hired servants have things to eat and food to spare and I have nothing. So I'm going to return to my father because I know that there's something there. Yeah, I'd be better off just hanging out near my father. Exactly. And getting some of the droppings off the table or something, right? But if your father, (laughs) yeah, but if your father never gave you anything, right? And your father never appeared to have any kind of foundation, Mm -hmm. then when you get out there in the world, then I got to blame somebody else. Right. Right. Because I know nothing about stability. Right. I know nothing about the consequences that come of going off of that path. That's what brought him back, him understanding that his actions, now everything is so permissive. And people want to tell you how to discipline your children. Mm -hmm. And my children will tell you, I told them, if I see that there is a, a reason why you need to be disciplined, I will give you the phone to call the police and I will gladly I love go it. I love it to jail. Well, wow, what an amazing, <laughs> this, this, is, this conversation has to continue later on because this is just more than, I mean, it's amazing. Okay, We're coming okay. to pretty much to our end of our show this today, but I want to, I want to just say, so you are a caterer. Do you have a catering business? Can we, can people get hold of you? Yes. What is your business called? And email it, yes. email it. <laughs> so I, it's Campbell party services is the name of my business. Um, so many of the people that I've worked with, um, I said, even when I get married, I'm still going to leave my business with Campbell Party Services because it reminds me that mm-hmm. I am taking pride in my family name and continuing the good name. Mm-hmm. You know, a good name is better than a good uh, inheritance. Oh, absolutely. Or, you know, absolutely. Because it's the inheritance that keeps giving. Yeah. Because right. all I have to do is continue to conduct myself in the way that my grandfather did. And I will always have business and yes. even me being willing to serve and humble myself and serve at an event I was actually invited to attend landed me to where I am right now. And I encourage people that don't shun away from the opportunity to, to, to humble continue. yourself. Because in that humble place, there are the blessings that you probably wouldn't have ever. Yes. Where else would we have crossed paths? And even if we met in the grocery store, would it we would have, have had hard. the conversation that we had that yes, day. That's right. You know, so. Yeah. Well. Unfortunately, our day is finishing up. This is an amazing conversation. What a wonderful day. Mega, you are amazing. So Campbell Catering Business, is is do you have a website? Um, No, it's, well, I have a Facebook page, but I work for the same people and their friends. And I call it Campbell Party Services because I do do the parties, Mm -hmm. but I also take care of, I may do somebody's party and today well, and I might take care of their mom tomorrow, well, well, the same person. Sure. I love it. So this is what I'm going to say. Love if you want it. to get hold of, of Miss Mecca, be sure and call me at 972-342-2932 and I will connect you with Mecca because what an amazing yes, story. And of course you can find her podcast by searching for Miss Mecca's Take. Take. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or it's you can listen take. to her her story on Alexander and Friends 660 podcast every single Saturday day. Night. Yeah. So Saturday, Saturday night, night is our show. PM. So 
We're looking forward to it. Marshall, what a great evening. Oh, thank you so thank much you for so being much here. Thank you so much to you and Ms. Michael. Mecca, thank I cannot you. tell you what and an honor you, this has been, and I hope that we get to see you again here. Michael, Please. thank you for a wonderful You're evening. very welcome. And thank if we you, ever Michael. run out of a content or somebody ditches us some night uh, for a guest, well, yeah, we can go for her. But if she's not available, I'll tell you the rest of my vacation story. All right. <laughs> Sounds like a deal. All right. You're listening to Alexander and Friends 660. We'd love to have you back again next Saturday night at 10 p.m. on 660 The Answer. Good night. Hey, soy Jose Guillén, dueño de All House Barbecue, y patrocinamos el show de Alejandra y Friends. Nuestros dos lugares están en Carrollton y Louisville. Nuestra página web es allhousebarbecue.com. Vengan a vernos. You've been listening to Alexandra and Friends, the podcast. Reach out to us on Facebook at Alexandra and Friends or write us an email, alexandraandfriends660 at gmail.com. Be sure to mark us as one of your favorite podcasts so you never miss an episode.